0: My name is Alex and welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Culturally Speaking. Today's episode is a little different because my good friend Shay and I decided that we would use this platform to talk about music in culture and its impact that it's had across different cultures in different parts of the world for one of our assignments for band So I'll have Shay introduce herself.
1: Hi, I'm Shay. I'm a junior in high school. I play the oboe and the vibraphone in band. And I'm so excited to delve into music culture this week with Alex. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, of course, Shay. I'm so excited to be recording this as well because I've never really done anything with this kind of structure and through voice memos too so that everything is a lot clearer. So the way that we decided to record is we have these overarching topics. And then for each country, we're just going to talk about it based on both research and personal experiences. We also made sure to choose countries from almost every part of the world. So we did a country from Africa, a country slash area in Europe, and then Latin America slash Central America, and then also Asia. To start off, I know Shay did a lot of research on Nigeria, which is located in Africa, so I'll hand it over to Shay to start talking about culture and music in both Nigeria and in Africa in general.
1: Music in Africa is so important to the way of life for people. They have songs that are played to celebrate birth, death marriage, rite of passage, politics, and hunting. Additionally, it is commonly used in African cultures to ward off spirits with evil intentions and to welcome good spirits. It is also used to pay respects to ancestors and to give messages to the dead.
0: So as Shay mentioned, music has a huge impact on the culture of Africa and really all around the world. So let's talk a little bit more about the influence in terms of geography or history or any other outside influences that has shaped the music in Africa.
1: influence of music in Africa is substantial because we know that people originated in Africa and therefore it is safe to say that music also originated in Africa. Music in African religion can be traced back to the beginnings of organized religion. However, one of the most vital examples of this can be seen in voodoo religion, through the utilization of drum beats and patterns using whatever they could find.
0: It's really cool that the history has connected the music so much. For example, as Shay was saying, the voodoo, that really ties back to religion, which then also ties back into music and dance. And then another thing that Shay and I have been researching for each of our countries is if there's any music festivals or anything unique to that area. And so I'll let Shay talk a little bit about music festivals in Africa.
1: As far as events go, there is an annual Gidi Culture Festival hosted in Lagos, Nigeria each year around Easter time. It hosts a DJ and a multitude of popular artists. In addition to these musical performances, there are areas for artisans to sell their goods and services, outdoor activities to take part in, and many food vendors to eat from. The artists featured typically come from Nigeria, Ghana, the UK, South Africa, Congo, and Kenya. The festival is known for giving back to the communities it works with, and it was created in the hopes of inspiring creators to continue creating. Another reason for its creation is so that the Nigerian youth have an affordable and fun way to entertain themselves in the springtime. It typically only lasts a day, but is great for artisans to get their goods out there and for musicians to get their music heard.
0: And I know that even though it's in a different continent, it's really similar all around the world. There's always places that have a lot of music festivals. There's music festivals all over. And it's really cool To see how the American festivals or the festivals that we'll talk about later are similar and different from some of these festivals that a typical person has not gone to. So speaking on the similarities and differences between America, let's talk a little bit more about America versus Nigeria in terms of music.
1: A lot of music in Nigeria is similar to music in America. They have similar genres to us, such as rock and roll, pop, jazz, soul, and disco. However, there are many genres of music that we don't have because they are parts of traditional ritual in Africa. This includes Akan music, which originated in Ghana. Akan music is typically a drum beat with some kind of bell sound on top of it. There isn't really a melody in a lot of the songs, but people still dance to it during religious ceremonies. Akan is still most common in Ghana, but it is also common in Nigeria. Another type of music common in Nigeria is called highlife, which is branched off of the original sound of Aiken music and was born in the 20s. It uses the drum beat from Aiken music, but adds on top of it a melody, which is inspired typically by army bands and big bands, and typically uses western instruments. Here's an example of highlife music by an artist in Ghana called E.T. Menza and the Tempos.
0: Awesome, Shay. It was so fun to learn more about Africa and more about Nigeria's culture and the influence that music has had on it. So moving on, the continent slash country slash region that I chose to talk about today is in Europe. And I'm mostly just going to cover the Balkan area because I personally relate to the Balkan culture and more specifically Serbia because My parents are from there, and so I've been raised around that culture, and I've heard a lot of the music, and been around the dance, and I just thought it would be fun to talk about and share everything that I've learned just growing up around it. So to start, music is super central to a lot of different cultures, and it can be a way for others to express themselves. I've really been raised my whole life around Serbian music, and associating it with celebration. Serbia has been around since 1867, so it was first recognized as a country when the Serbian Revolution was a success against the Ottoman Empire. And even before that, it was a state and the culture was already forming, but that's when it's officially first recognized. There's still music around from this time period in Serbia's history especially Serbian folk songs, because I know sometimes we'll be listening to the TV or the Serbian news or even on YouTube recordings of Serbian music. And my dad will be like, oh, hey, this is actually super old. And it's from the start of Serbia's history. And I just thought it was really cool. And I know online it was mentioned that there's a lot of influence from Turkish music But mostly has Western influence. And then there's also kolo, which is a type of dance in Serbia that's super popular still, modern day, from the 18th century. So that's really how the history ties into everything. Because with this dance, there's music, and it's been around for so long that it's really cool to see how the history has shaped it. And it represents the Serbian people to such a great extent that they still dance this dance today and in weddings and other happy events or celebrations there's always music traditional music always the kolo i think that's really important because it gives a sense of the culture and unity within the people and i think that is something that sometimes people can't understand because they just haven't grown up with a distinct culture but i'm really happy that i did because it's made me the Person, I am today. Going along with how we were comparing before Africa and America with music and the culture there. So, modern day music is similar in both America and in areas in the Balkans. But one key difference is that there's not really any traditional music from america i guess that plays in part with the history and how america is a relatively new nation in comparison to nations in europe and such traditional balkan music is still played at festivals to this day and i think it's important to realize that life is different in both countries and so the different lifestyles and the music has shaped it and in america we don't really see this type of traditional music being played it's more of modern and very upbeat and pop whereas in Serbia and other areas in the Balkans they do listen to usually this pop music or or any kind of music in that language that they like but there's also this traditional music that is often played in celebration so moving on in terms of Europe There are a lot of different music festivals for each country, but I know I grew up watching Eurovision on television, but it's also in person. And it's very popular because from the countries that choose to participate, they elect. And this showcases music through competition because all of the countries that participate in Europe watch it and they root for their country and a band or group or a person to play music and it's typically a star from that country, but it can also be like a band. I think that's really great that there is a sense of country and pride and belonging and unity. And I think that's exactly what music does and it connects culture and music to others and makes them feel this way. Those were the regions slash countries that we chose to talk about for this episode. But make sure to stay tuned for the second part where we talk about music in Central slash Latin America as well as in Asian cultures. I'd like to thank everyone listening as well as Shay for coming on this episode and the next episode too for part two. And I'd also like to thank my band directors for giving us this special interest project to delve deeper into something that we're passionate in that connects to music. Thank mm-hmm. you.